0: here's a tech joey won't use for sure hello everyone and welcome to the next episode of the Hoopod. my name is blair beverage and thank you for once again tuning in he's heard this one a hundred thousand times before he's going to choose one of the other ones deed. hopefully he'll put the rest of these at the end of the episode little easter egg for y'all but anyway on this episode we talk with the one and only felicia day she gets real personal about her time that she spent uh, during her pregnancy and just before the pregnancy, she talks to us about the guild. She talks to us about her touring this summer, a little bit of the mom stuff. Uh, it's It was a dream come true, guys. This was a great interview. So let's get into it, shall we? Hoopa number 43 with our best friend, Felicia Day. It's about to get real silly up in here. I love Welcome to Bell by the way.
1: <laughs> mm.
2: It's a really I saw great them live podcast. last year, phenomenal.
0: Do you think you'll ever uh, reprise that character, or you just don't know?
2: I don't know if they want to, if they ever call me back. That frequently, if somebody's like, "Hey, why don't you do that again?" I was like, "Well, if they call," that's the thing. Why don't you go do that again? <laughs> well, it's not really up to me, but if they want me back, that's I'm fair. there. That's fair.
1: Well, everyone is waiting for Supernatural to call you back. I went to the Supernatural Con two weeks ago. Oh, I heard it. Yeah, I saw Jared
2: actually on the plane back from Austin. I ran into him randomly. He was on the plane. And he was just on his way back from Australia and he sang the praises of that con. He said it was a great con.
1: Yeah. Oh, it was so excellent. And you have so many fans there. So you have no excuse now not to come back to Australia. So I know, I think,
2: I think I've turned down so many Australian convention invitations that they don't even send them to me anymore because it's too far, (laughs) but maybe next year, maybe next year when the baby's a little bit bigger, she can do that 15 hour plane ride. I don't know. That sounds awful actually. (laughs)
1: Look, I I just don't want you to be put off by everyone stealing shoes when they're hypnotized. Okay.
2: We're not all like that. I promise. Just the people
0: from your town. I think right?
2: it'll <laughs> be just the people from your town. Yeah. just creepy, creepy magicians. All right, gotcha.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm actually really excited that uh, that you're doing some cons this 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 uh, this summer. You're actually coming up to my neck of the woods, which is great. Um, Am
2: I? Where are you? Where do you I, live? I'm in Toronto. <gasps> I'm excited. I have not been to Fan Expo in many years, and um, but I really I love Toronto. I did a I did a movie there, Red Werewolf Hunter and even though it was uh, an interesting experience it was <laughs> it was really cold yep. but every weekend yep. we drive i drive in cuz we were shooting in hamilton actually so i stayed in I, hamilton i lived in
0: hamilton at the time so i remember this Oh,
2: <laughs> i know and so basically i uh I would uh, I would drive to Toronto on the weekends because I'd be like, get me out of Hamilton. No insult to oh, Hamilton. No, I, guess I will no insult,
0: insult the shit out of Hamilton, by the way. <laughs>
2: okay, good. <laughs> I lived
0: there for a year and there's lots to, anyway, there is a lot to, to make fun of. but
2: I heard there's a little meth addicts there, which is no judging. <sighs> I am going to, okay, I'm going to judge you if you're a meth addict. Judge author, away, right? I'll right. judge it.
0: I'll take okay. the bullet. I'll, I lived there. and like They have this thing called the mountain, which is just a hill. It's not a mountain at all. But they call it the mountain. Mm-hmm. And if you're on one side of the mountain, you're fine. But if you're on the other side of the mountain, meth. That's just kind of the,
2: the uh, deal. So that's kind of the demarcation between good the, and the evil. The mountain,
0: yeah. It's like the Lord of the Rings the sort of thing. But But uh, no, gotcha. I remember that specifically because uh, your comic came out when you were filming.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Bless you. That was a sneeze. That's all right.
0: No problem. Bless you. We'll, it was, we'll cut it, it was out. Very Don't worry. Joey's a master editor. <laughs> <Joey's> okay. Master <laughs> no, that,
2: that's fine. You can leave it in. It says charming sneeze. I didn't see right into... like it
0: right into. Yeah, Joey, you usually screw me over, so maybe you will just anyway. Uh but I, I remember this because your comic uh, the very first uh, guild comic came out while well, you're in Hamilton. Um, and, and I was yes, right around the, it's true. I was right around the corner and you and you'd stopped at a comic book store and walked in and signed a bunch of copies.
2: I did. I was so excited that there was a comic book store in um, Hamilton that I drove over there. And then then I got really shy because I was like, who am I? I mean, what if they don't have the comic or they're like, we don't believe you're you. Prove it that this is your comic. And I was like, oh, but they were cool with it. (laughs) Let
0: me close the story then for you. I walked in about two hours after you left and that guy was still buzzing. Like he was just like,
2: oh, that's he, cool. Because
0: I walked over and I and I and I found the comic and I picked it up and he's like, oh my god, you wouldn't believe who was just here. Like that he, <laughs> I mean, I give you the closed loop on that story. So it was uh, you you made his day. He was super excited.
2: Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. yeah, that was a nice little comic store. That's the good thing about small towns. There's always like a good comic store and frequently a board game store, even if it's a tiny tiny little town. Maybe because it's a tiny town, people need those hobbies.
0: Sounds like a good plan. Mm,
2: I wish we're a
1: tiny town and we don't have that. We have Uh pole dancing, though, so that's something. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) That's sad, though. (laughs) You've got
0: to open a board game store, (laughs) Terrilyn, along with your glee school.
2: (laughs) You're not selling Australia for anybody right now. going to have to.
1: I'm
3: sick of my four-hour drive. Yeah, my no, seriously, she talks about <laughs> bugs and, like, the ones that can just, like, bite you and kill you in, like, two seconds. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you want me to come visit your ass? No. no I don't think so. No. Not without a giant plastic bubble. It's not happening.
1: <laughs> no, they're fine.
3: It's okay, Jim. Everyone calm down. okay. That, and she's got kangaroos that kick it's people's butt. What? Right in the front yard that's true no
1: no they, they punch them in the face when you open the front door but that was in the 1980s like we've been kangaroo punching what? free for like 30 you years you punch good. a kangaroo
2: they're adorable I, yes. I've read I know, the ca- no no the,
1: the kangaroo the, oh, punched a woman. Okay. woman she opened her front door there was a kangaroo there and it smashed her in the jaw <laughs> I mean she probably deserved it no I'm just
2: kidding I don't know her <laughs>
1: I'm sure she's crying
0: I heard she was a shoe thief <laughs> to be calmer. honest I don't know
1: no. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>, totally <coming. laughs> um, But you, no. If if we let Terilyn go, the stories that she uh, she gets been hit by a roller coaster. What? what was the one you told me last mm. week? That one.
1: Oh yeah. The well yeah. So just very quickly, a show ride did collapse on my head. So it was the local show, and it explains a lot. I know. It was Midnight Madness, and like we're going, yeah yeah, very excited. Got up really high, and the big steel board behind us smashed down. The light bulb smashed into our heads. There was electricity flickering. Uh, um, yeah, long story short, had a concussion, but got into the local paper, so I was famous for about a day. And
2: uh, you were yeah. you, did it's somebody did anyone send you flowers?
1: No, no. the The carny just laughed and then proceeded to tie up the steel board with some rope. And I mean, that seems ride. like a
2: lawsuit waiting have it. Can you sue in Australia, or is there something wrong with that? No, you can. It's
1: just really, really difficult and. There's no permanent damage. We'll just have sure? it for like two hours. So, so everything was fine. We got checked you out. That, you know, little <laughs> yeah, just the tick that's that's you know, it. A No, right, and then last year there was a tornado in my backyard. Um, well, it wasn't like a full tornado. It was kind of like one of those willy willies. A willy willy? What? The what? A willy willy. Okay. I've never heard of that word. I'm glad that and I are not confused by the terminology.
0: A willy willy.
1: Yeah, they're like little tornadoes. They're not uh-huh. like as dangerous. They're just like little ones. Yeah, and it tore through my backyard and took out my fence.
0: But not yeah. dangerous. So I come back
2: to all. Australia anytime. I mean, I guess that. everything that's <laughs>
0: adorable is also um,
2: murderous in yeah. Australia. Very much so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. No, I've got lots of stories.
0: Sounds good. But
1: I won't bore you with them.
0: So how is uh, how is Rainbow Rider doing, Felicia? What? Isn't that the name of your Mass Effect character, or no?
2: No. Oh no no no. It's uh yes it is. Uh no it's not Rainbow. It's Rainblow.
0: Oh Rainbow. Sorry. It's Rainblow, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. That's one sexy man. Um, you know she has not been touched yet. She has not been touched. I was going to stream um with her also, um and then I got a, a press. Uh, I got a press key for prey, and then I streamed right. that and I woke the baby up, and the baby, <laughs> and then I went out of town to visit my my mom and then we I did a convention in Houston. And then ever since then the baby has not been sleeping well. So she wakes oh. up at like eight and also nine and like talking in her sleep, ah, nah, nah, you know. So basically I wouldn't be able to stream. It would just interrupt everybody and annoy people. So I haven't been able to stream since. But I'm hoping, I'm going out of town to, to MegaCon and I'm leaving the baby behind, which is going to be very traumatic for me. But hopefully, that will get her schedule back on, so she goes to sleep at seven, and um, and then I can stream again at eight. I don't know. We'll see, guys. I I'm at the mercy of a small human who wants to kill herself all the time, <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> It's okay. I don't mind that. But it is, it does put a little bit of a drag on um, the ability to be able to stream on a consistent basis, which I would love to do again. Because listen, it was like I was getting out of jail a little bit when I was streaming, just even those two times. I was like, look, Mm. it's other people. Yay. But she's (laughs) worth it. She's worth it, guys. I promise.
0: I'm trying to stream uh, Andromeda as well. But there's just, Mm. I I have to play it in between. Like Like, you know, I I can't always make my stream time either. So I'm like, yeah, I'll play about an hour here. Nobody will know. know, Yeah.
2: I mean, it's hard because the more consistent you are, the better. Um, it's just, people will know that, oh, that's, that's the time that Felicia streams. She always streams X time and people get really, because they have other things going on. It's like, oh, I want to, I want to be able to, you know, baby, uh, to fit her in. But when there's, I'm so inconsistent, it's really hard. And I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel bad, but there's nothing I can do about it, guys. A couple more months. A couple more months and she'll continue to change my, change her, change her tune and I'll have to do whatever she wants.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Question that uh, somebody, a friend of ours from the podcast, uh, Jeff Muller, who he, he, he mentioned this to me and I think, uh, I think it was a pretty good question. And it's, when it comes to Geek & Sundry, you made a change uh, just over a year a bit ago mm-hmm. uh, when you went from a YouTube-based solution or company to a, to a Twitch-based company. Um, obviously, you're, you've, you've pioneered in the past and you seem to make that jump at the right time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of went into that decision-making and, and how did you know that that was the right, uh, right thing to do, that right angle to take Geek & Sundry in?
2: Well, you know, it's it's not the it's not like there was a decision to be like, oh, okay, we're not doing YouTube channel stuff anymore. We're only doing Twitch. It was that um, I really wanted to do Twitch because I started streaming by myself um, in the like the November before um, the Twitch Twitch stream like two and, almost two and a half years ago at this point. Wow, that's a long time. And I did it for fun because YouTube kind of burned me out. To be honest with you, YouTube is not a great place to make things. Um, it's very hard to kind of break through unless you're a certain kind of content appealing to a certain demographic. And we were being pressured a lot by YouTube, um, you know, logically to appeal to the YouTube base, but that's kind of a, a, a fan base that I didn't really know. And I didn't really make the kind of content that fit with that. I didn't want to make that kind of content either. You know, it's just not my, um, not what I know how to make or want to make. So it was a, it was kind of a struggle the second year of Geek It's Henry to kind of find a middle ground. And then we didn't. Um, get refunded by them, um, but we were able to crowdfund Tabletop and then sell to Legendary to keep the company going, essentially. So right. um, Legendary was, um, you know, they had, you know, we had a certain budget, and we had to kind of peel away some of that budget to start the Twitch channel, right? right. Um, and then over that sort of year, kind of all companies were looking at YouTube and saying, "Hey, we can't really make money here anymore." Like if you look at YouTube, right. there are not any companies making, a, you know, professional content. YouTube as the only platform anymore. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. You can't make money and um, inevitably you're kind of throwing expensive content away without no way to make money back to to sustain it. And there's just no way as a business, a business has to make money. So that means not only covering your expenses and paying everybody to make it and everybody to maintain that company, but then you need to make profit on top of that. So, you know, and that was kind of tough. But at the same time, we were trying to keep both going. And inevitably, because the Twitch ecosystem was so much more rewarding, and it was uh, a lot more engaging and more fun and creative, and also it was actually starting to make a profit, naturally the business kind of turned that way instead of kind of throwing content over and over into the YouTube well and really not seeing a lot of return um, you know, as, as an artist or a business. So I think if you look as an overall thing, YouTube is kind of gutted out as far as like anything but kind of vloggers or like ancillary content for PR for like The Ellen Show or Tonight Show or whatever. Nobody's making really premium content for YouTube as a platform right now as that I know of specifically. And right. that's just because the business problems. So, I mean, I'm just gratified that the Twitch... Um, You know, Twitch became sort of my passion project because it created community in a way that I had with the Guild before, which was not necessarily a community on YouTube, but it was a community off of YouTube and more on social networks and our own website. Um, And that was something I wanted to be able to grow uh, over the years, and it just didn't happen with with making YouTube content, but it happened more with Twitch, and that's why I got more passionate about it.
0: Excellent. Very,
2: very, very Mm. cool. Uh, spe- I have to ask. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, look, speaking of the, speaking of the
1: guild, sorry, I've got a bit of a delay here.
2: Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> Just
1: interrupting everyone. <laughs> speaking of the guild, is there going to be another music video? Because I love those songs so much, and I, I have to ask, what what's the process? Are you the person who writes it? Do you come up with the theme for it? How, how did that all work? Um.
2: Yeah. No. When we did the videos, they were mostly my idea. Although Game On was Sandeep's. He on as an as an aside on to, on the set of Date My Avatar, he was like, Hey, we should do a Bollywood theme one, and that kind of stuck in my head. Um. And then I went to Jed for the, I'm the one that's cool. And I had another concept actually. Then he was like, "No, let's do a cool rock video." I wanted to do like um, uh, like a cheesy sort of like locomotion kind of thing, uh, like, a, a <laughs> yes. a to, like a how like a how to Manon dance style, <laughs> exactly, or like a you know like something that had an actual dance to it that people would do. Um, but he was like, "No, I like this better," which I think was cool. Um, but that's always, always the concept that I have in the back of my mind if we were to do one. I just don't think we could do one now because the, the, the company, um, you know, it's, uh, everybody's kind of moved on and everything's kind of on my shoulders to, uh, coordinate everything. And I've had my hands full mm-hmm. just getting a couple of events together for the 10th anniversary this summer. I, uh, I wrote a bunch of comics that are going to be put into a hardback edition, um, that's so going to come out this summer. That. And it's really beautiful. I wrote three new pieces, but everything else, all the old comics and a lot of the art and some fan art even is in there. And it's a really beautiful edition I'm really proud of that I worked over um, the last couple months of my pregnancy, actually, to get done. Um, so that, that'll be at Comic-Con this year, and I'll be signing them um, if you come get one at, at the Dark Horse booth, I'm sure. And then there's going to be two events for, um, well, there might be three, but I'm working on a third. But there's definitely going to be, um, all the cast is going to be at Awesome Con in Washington, D.C. And that's the only t- only con that's inviting all the cast to come together and to talk about the show. And then I'm, tr- I, I'm hopefully going to get a 10th anniversary Guild panel at Comic-Con itself this year. Um, and we'll have a mm-hmm. signing afterwards upstairs. And I've got, I'm, I got a, like an exclusive poster made. I, I think there are going to be a couple of pieces of art that are going to be exclusive to that. Um, an Awesome Con that you can only get those two places. So I don't know, maybe I'll try to make it available online um, if people wanna get the whole cast to sign it and, um, or something, I don't know. So that's gonna be mostly, most of it because I thought about doing a video, but it's just, you know, those videos cost a lot of money. Those were actually the most expensive videos we made. It cost way more to make oh. one of those music videos than it did a, like an episode of the Guild itself. Um, and it's just too much for me especially with the baby to be to try to coordinate for this summer um, it was just it was a goal but I, I'm afraid it wouldn't happen um, but you know I o- I still own the guild and I actually would love to revisit it um, I finally got over my burnout on it so who knows one day we might see the guild and some other iteration happening. Um, I'm not sure what it is but I would really like to revisit those characters one day. That'd be fantastic. I introduced the guild to a whole new generation of kids. I'm a
1: performing arts teacher. Oh, that's awesome. And Thank I showed you. Them, yeah. Uh, and I showed them Game On and they just went off and they say, can we please do this for our yearly concert? So oh, we wow. put together a song and a dance. Yeah. And they had little Bollywood outfits. Are you and kidding? They just loved
2: it. So I'll have to show you the video. It's super cute. You have to. That's <laughs> so cute. I love it when people like I, you know, every convention I go to, I see some codexes and it just... You know, it makes me tear up almost that, you know, you could create something from nothing and then still, you know, have people wanting to sort of embody that character. It, uh, yeah, it makes me want to do something more with um, with the show, but I, I, still, I still don't know what.
1: <laughs> well, this is fangirling a little bit. I do have a Codex costume <gasps> and I met Christopher Lloyd in it. I met Christopher Lloyd as Codex. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? What did he say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he just looked me up and down. And because it's just a photo op, you know how quick those ones are. But it was really, really sweet. I can just for you, I know no one else can see it. But I'll show you the picture. Okay. do, Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! I
2: don't know if you can say that. That is amazing. <laughs> That's a great costume on you. You are a very good Codex. Oh, and man. you actually look like the girl as as in the, the poster behind image. you. In the in the in the art behind him, you look like that girl. Who is in the it art the sorry? Behind, the you behind you right me. now? Yeah, the girl, the like the '50s girl <gasps> behind you. You could totally cosplay with her.
1: Oh, I could <laughs> do I could do the surprise look.
2: Yeah. Oh, you did it! You nailed it! <laughs> you totally nailed it! <laughs> I knew that
1: was me the whole time. I'm so retro.
0: <laughs> I remember I was, I was I was at actually Fan Expo about five years ago, and I saw a Codex, and and I and I asked if I could take her picture. She goes, "I'll let you do it if you can tell me who I'm dressed up as." And, and I was like, oh, you dressed up as Codex. And she's like, you're the first person all day. And I'm what? like, really?
2: Come on. Really?
0: She goes, a lot of people love the costume, but not a lot of people know who I am. They're like, oh, internet girl. And I'm like, oh,
2: no. Oh, no.
0: No, that's not how you No,
2: do internet girl is not, that's not, that's not <laughs> at all a good idea. Thing. You don't want to be called internet girl. That just implies no, you're it's... a meme. And that's just awful no not at all yeah I remember seeing
1: uh, someone at comic-con dressed up as Chloe from Life is Strange and I was the only one oh, that's who cool she, who she was I was so excited she had the blue hair and everything I love that game
2: I do oh, too I, I'm so which, excited there's gonna be a sequel now I mean like I don't real. know what they're like, gonna do yeah though, they just announced the sequel I, which I don't know what's gonna happen because the two endings are so different I'm like how is that gonna work
1: yeah, and I went with the more depressing ending. So yeah, Chloe won't be in my sequel. So maybe they'll have um. I did too. I
2: cried though. I literally started crying. <laughs> <Did> you-
1: <laughs> yeah. Now I did watch that stream, and I'm sorry. I I did giggle a little a little bit because you said that the priest looked like Larry David. I don't know if you remember that, but I yeah. lost it. I couldn't stop laughing, and I felt bad
2: because you're crying. <laughs> it's fine a lot of people did it's it's funny just to laugh at people like i was crying and then saying you look like the idea it was a little bit crazy
3: i can't watch (laughs) see i did the abridged stuff of tomb raider and life is strange and and, uh legend of grimrock and every i went back i was like you know i'm just gonna refresh on the story just watch and i'm watching it and you know immediately as as soon you start crying i'm like no i have to turn it off it's like the notebook i'm gonna cry too what no i can't do it,
2: it um You know, that's what's... I mean, can you imagine, like, really being able to make something that's inanimate, like, just inanimate objects that people, like, make move with technology and it makes you feel something? That's pretty crazy, right? I don't know. That's crazy to me.
3: It's not crazy at all. It it, it all really comes down to how the story is conveyed and the, the voice acting especially. It's one of the few games out there that has really great voice acting. I mean... Let's look back at 1995, Resident Evil. The really, really, really shoddy voice acting. Oh yeah, acting. it was so
2: bad.
3: <laughs> but you look at Life is Strange, and it all just blended well. The game was done creatively, and it touched yeah. on a lot of stuff that's going on right now. That, for example, Netflix's 13 Reasons Why, which frankly pisses me off. That I
2: heard, like it, a lot of people. Well, my. Um... I know Anna Akana, who's a really cool YouTube um, creator, yep, yep. and her her sister actually um, committed suicide, and she hates oh. that that show so much because she thinks it glam. I mean, her from her tweets, she she um, it play it kind of glamorizes the whole mental illness. Exactly. I don't, I don't know how to. I haven't judged, I can't judge it without watching it. Um, so, but I've heard not great things about it.
3: I've watched two episodes of it because I was like, okay, there's all this hype going on, whatever, I'll check it out. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and every split second that's going by, I'm getting angrier and angrier and oh, angrier. Oh, okay.
2: Well, that further justifies me not, I don't have enough time for that.
3: <laughs> yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that.
2: <laughs> I don't got time for that. I got a baby. I got no, I got no time for that.
3: <laughs> you got no time.
2: It's a good excuse to not do anything. Like, I, I would never go out to parties anyway, but it's a great excuse. Like, I'm sorry. The baby goes to sleep at 7. Sorry. Can't do anything about it. Sorry. Yeah,
3: it's kind of – that's like a life hack. You're like, oh, I didn't have an excuse before, but now I do. I have an excuse.
2: <laughs> sorry.
3: It's like I just want to stay home, eat ice cream, and go to bed.
2: Yep. Now I have an excuse. No, baby,
3: baby's baby got colic.
2: Baby sorry. Gotta eat. Baby got to eat.
3: Yeah, baby baby's got to eat. That wears me out. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, how you been since the book tour, though, other than, you know, all of the, the other stuff that's been going on, you know, Twitch I mean, and, and YouTube and because I, I went to the Boston signing. I went there with my fiance.
2: Oh, you went to the Boston signing? You know, uh, that was kind of the reason I haven't done a convention in a year and a half. So I took a long time off of conventions because I got so burnt out um, from the book tour because, I mean, conventions at least – you're, you're, I'm there for two days. I'm signing all day every. You know, it's kind of fit quick, but I always have a short conversation with people, so I remember a lot of people from um, conventions versus the book tour where I literally was seeing. I think I saw 1,200 people in like five hours, oh, four yeah. hours in Portland. It was just, and I was like, you know, that <laughs> it was so fast that I felt like I didn't even absorb. I haven't had people from college and, like, people who are related to me come through the line. I was like, how are you doing? Sign? Would you like a picture? And I'm like, oh, oh, it's Perry. Sorry. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, no, things are good. You know, after the book tour, I kind of um, went underground a little bit because I kind of had told my story. And then I had this sort of existential crisis. I think I wrote about it in the, yep. the yeah. extra chapter in the paperback about how, like, I don't know what to do now because I just told my story. Um, and it was a good experience to just kind of start from scratch and like figure out what I like to do organically or at least figure it out because a lot of my life I think I've been doing things because um my my brain has told me that there's the things to do or I'm like doing things to because other people expect them or they'll be impressed by them and not to say that everything I'm just saying there's always a component of that especially you know with the business stuff and, and stuff like that so I kind of Put the brakes on and i was like well what do you actually like to do and what kind of stories do you want to make to tell another you know write another book one day or if you don't at least live some stories that you feel are valuable um and so i stopped and i took a bunch of classes and at the time i was having a lot of problems um um having a baby as well and that kind of uh was a wake-up call for me to stop stressing out because it was really to be honest with you stress related that it wasn't working um, uh, it was a lot of just physiological problems I was having that I was ex- discovering as I was figuring out why it wasn't working. And I had to be kind of like make some decisions, life decisions, like, oh, well, what do you want in life? Do you want to keep running on this treadmill, uh, doing things you really don't love just to succeed in a way that you don't really like succeeding? Or do you want to just kind of let some of that ego stuff go in order to just rebuild yourself and be a new person and be happy and know that. There'll be people out there who enjoy what you do, um, regardless of what it is. So that's what I did. I took a bunch of classes and I took, I did a lot of self care. um, And I only did things that really didn't stress me out. And I got pregnant and it was not the best pregnancy because I had a lot of health issues again, that limited my being able to go out and do things physically, especially. Um, But at the end it all worked out. So everything worked out. It was a big, long process um, of, of a year sort of saying no to a bunch of things, but it sort of like took the huge ship that I was sailing on and it turned it a little bit to the sideways in a direction that I'm enjoying a lot more now because I'm acting more right. and I'm doing more voiceover work and writing more and I have a baby and I'm a a, a, be, a better social network and, um, uh, just a, a better life, I think. So it was worth it. It just took a while and I had to be really brave and turn down a bunch of things that would have been like opportunities I would have, Um, been upset at myself not to take before that was a really long one to answer but that was a whole year and a half I was summarizing so I think it's okay (laughs) no it's it's totally
3: fine because since I met you at the book signing um, which side note two things I remember you for one is my ex-fiancee uh is standing between us so that piss that that part pisses me off now oh no i'm so sorry no don't worry about it it's all good it's all good um, soap. and then <laughs> <laughs> you i remember you had come around the corner and your assistant was carrying donuts and you had gotten cream on your face you like it's not jizz guys i swear i promise it's not jizz <laughs> so i'll never forget that that's typical today
2: typical fully real classy yes,
3: yes super, super classy super classy um, but no, I, in a way, as pregnancy aside, I can, I can totally relate because of the fact that, um, as Blair and Tierlin will attest, I've been making a lot of different life choices myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in fact, I've, I'm nearly done uh, re- repairing uh, damage that was done to my face, <laughs> which on, what the, on the camera. What happened to your face?
2: What What happened?
3: Okay, so okay. long oh, story short – uh, I, I,
2: no, I don't want to like – I don't want like, to like ask you something. You, don't you know not want It's
3: fine. I, I, I actually told Blair and Tierland that this story wasn't going to come out until the appropriate time. But you know what? I feel like I'll share it now.
2: Okay, um, no pressure so, though, honestly.
3: No, it's all good. It's all good. Well, I'm, I'm smiling as I'm trying to do it too, so don't worry. It's all good. All
2: right, your face so, looks great, by the way.
3: It's, and it's a really sad story, but I'm smiling, so this is just making it more awkward.
2: Did you get your fiancé's name tattooed on your face and then you had to get it removed?
0: Oh, no. I wish that was what it was. I wish that's
3: what it was. <laughs> um No, my, one of my earlier boyfriends, uh, he had some mental issues. Um, very, very special individual. And long story short, I ended up um, getting my face smashed in. Uh, broke, <gasps> cracked, and broke a bunch of teeth, and then oh they put you into a depression. And you had the, the depression in, and you start to not care about yourself, and it starts to, to uh, deteriorate your face.
2: Oh my um, god!
3: So when I had the extraction last year, which you actually helped out a little bit on. Um, oh yeah,
2: the tooth thing. Yes, yes, absolutely.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm only getting I've only been able to get done half of what I need to get done, which is like, Some dollars <coughs> later. Ooh. Yeah, talk about stress. <laughs> yeah, but I can finally smile like rightly.
2: Oh, I'm so, so young.
3: Yeah, I haven't, I haven't actually opened up mouth, smiled since 2006. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So I'm now finally able to do it, and I want to say thank you for all of your inspiration. So there, thank
2: you. And your community. Thank you. Well, really you That's a community. community. So I can't I mean, forget about them. Stuff. It was the community yeah. that did it. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, that's a, I'm so, so sorry I had to go through that. But I mean, the fact that you're on your way and you're, and you're in a mental place to be able to like, just do what you need to do to get to the place, you know, you're going to be, I mean, ha- that's half the battle. Sometimes you just kind of give up, you know, you just think, oh, this is what I have. This is what I'm living with. I have to live here. No, you can make changes and they might not happen overnight, but they'll happen day by day. And even if you don't know what you want to get to, you know, you're not where you want to be right now. And therefore, if you just start, that's what I tell people when they really, I'm really depressed, I'm really anxious. What do I do? I'm like, well, if you don't know, you know, don't know exactly what you want, go and try a bunch of different things, because at least you'll know yep. what you don't want. You know, yep. you'll 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 experience that, and you'll be like, no, that's not for me. But you you're you're empowering yourself that you can change, and you and you're able to pick what you want to change as well. And I think that's really important. So congratulations. Yeah, so, well, thank you. Sometimes things have to get bad before they get better. Yeah, yeah. So
1: that's really that's good. true. I've, um, well, well, speaking of like different, you know, things to make you feel better. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd try something very unusual. Let me know if you've heard of it. Okay, Face yoga. Face yoga? No, face I've yoga. never heard face it's yoga. It's
2: a thing. I, I didn't know about aerial yoga until
3: you talked about it, Felicia. So aerial this is yoga,
2: really good. me. Done. It was too much. It was too much abs. I was like, no, I'm never going to have the abs for this. And right now I have no abs left. I mean, there's nothing. <laughs> oh, there's
0: a girl on my Instagram that does aerial yoga daily. And I'm just like, what?
2: Lydia Hurst does aerial yoga and her pictures are amazing.
0: Sorry, face yoga, Tyra please continue. <laughs> okay, oh, no. yeah. No, I no. can <laughs> only imagine.
1: Apparently this helps with any uh, wrinkles. Uh, I don't know. I feel like some of the exercises may only enhance wrinkles, but what you do is you apparently puff out your cheeks like a uh fish uh-huh. like that. You hold that for 15 seconds and that's apparently uh, going to tone you. So that way you don't get those little folds around your mouth. So I thought, why not? I'm going to give it a go. <laughs> like that? Yeah. And you do that for 15 <laughs> seconds a day. It's the easiest exercise I've ever done. So I'm all for it. I
2: don't know if Fifty Six this Day is gonna do that. I'm sorry, I'm skeptical. I, I, I know. Yeah, Me too. I, I really, really like, don't. I don't buy time. it. I don't buy it.
3: <laughs> no, I need, it. I need scientific results.
1: I need. I
2: need actual proof because that sounds like bullshit. I know I mean, no on Reddit. Reddit. Well,
1: you know what else is like bullshit? Because I saw this on Facebook the other day. It's called
2: baby <laughs> yoga.
1: And oh, oh yeah, no, it's this. ridiculous.
2: And you're supposed to like do yoga yeah. with your baby? No, it's not happening.
1: It looks really cruel. It's
2: just, well, it's <laughs> also they, like... they hold the babies, them by their arms and legs and they throw They don't know them them what around. they're doing. Babies are dumb. They're born dumb. That's yeah. your, your, pro, your job is to educate your baby. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm not doing so it I, I, I'm sorry. I'm a
1: bit against that. Yeah, okay. No, fair enough. It'd be awkward if you were for it.
2: <laughs> just no, it, it. would have been. Yeah, it totally would have been awkward. No, I mean, listen, I'm not going to judge anybody. Although, I judge people now who aren't mean to their babies. Like, not, like, with their toddlers, like, just dis- over-disciplining them. But, you know, mm-hmm. I don't see that very often. And, but, but I read so many parenting books, now I feel like I'm an expert, but then I'm a douchebag. I break the rules <laughs> all the time. So I'm like, I know theoretically I shouldn't say that she's pretty and cute, but I can't help it. You're like, you're so cute. Wait, you try so hard. I mean, it's really hard. It's difficult see, to start. You're
1: biologically destined to think that.
2: You're biologically Yeah, it's hard not to be saying like you're not supposed to tell them, "Oh, you're you're this." You're not supposed to label them. You're just supposed mm. to um praise the effort that kids go into, yeah, yeah. put into. So, but I I mess it up all the time. It's really oh, look, I did that actually. with my cats. Don't worry. My cats are so cocky cuz I'm constantly saying how pretty they are. So, like, I get it. I think your cats are I mean, they're not going to get. They're not going to have their their lives limited by your, your praise. Are they, that would be really depressing too. Well, they're pretty spoiled,
1: you know, It's I nice to spoil they now. They're too spoiled.
2: One of my cats gets, um, um, organic, organic chicken breast every night at five. My cat, cause Ooh, I only have one crazy. left. Yeah. So I cut it up in little pieces and give it to her. Oh, no, no.
1: Yeah. Now that's spoiling. I thought I was bad. No, I'm kidding. I mean,
2: <laughs> you could be worse, but I could be worse too. It could be like foie gras or something. <laughs> I, I really I
1: wanted know. to have a birthday party for my cats. I never got around to it, but yeah. one day I really one want to have like, gonna give a them cat birthday, party? birthday cake yeah, a birthday and get party? little cats and just, yeah, have a cat birthday party. I think it'd be more fun than a normal party. I think that'd be super fun. And you could have people bring their
2: cats over. <gasps> would that
0: be oh, adorable? that would end in disaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can't <laughs> hurt cats. Hence the phrase.
2: Yeah. You can't hurt them. You couldn't, you couldn't get a group shot. You would never be able to get a group shot.
1: <laughs> no, Never. Like it, it would never be like that famous portrait of the dog with the cards. It just wouldn't work. <laughs> no, it would not work at all. Yeah,
3: no. I mean my my roommate slash non blood related big sister, that's what what I call her basically. Uh, she was like, Oh, Ozzie, my cat, wants to go outside. His name's Ozzie Posbourne and <laughs> <laughs> uh we I ha- I left his harness on him it's a new harness it's all elastic trying to get him used to it and she's like oh he, he wants like to go it? outside with me so she puts the leash on him and immediately he's like you have to drag my ass to get me no no
2: I tried to leash train a cat but I tried to leash train our dumbest cat like the dumbest cat I've ever met she's a really subpar <laughs> cat she passed away a couple years ago and I was sad but not for very long I mean I just hate to say that but it was just <laughs> she was just a terrible cat like just nobody else would own, I'd just look at her and be like nobody else would put up with this Nobody else. You need my to cat, look those. In... Yeah, my, just He's really, a little bit
3: special. He, he'll walk into a room. Nobody, nobody will be in there. And he'll start telling a story. Get halfway done. Realizes no one's there. Walk into the next room. Start over until he finds somebody. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he just, oh, no. And then he passes out for about an hour. And then oh, he just walks no. around. Oh, he, oh. he is. The, and he still meows like a kitten. And he's two years old now. Big, giant, fluffy, half-mane coon, orange tabby. Yeah. And he's so adorable.
0: Perhaps the name Ozzy's a little on the nose.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. A little bit, with
0: <laughs> the screaming.
1: Yeah, well, about a year ago, my cat, <laughs> she kind of fell in the toilet. So that oh, was no. awkward. Yeah, it was during one of these podcasts because she likes to
0: <gasps> oh, put her my paws. Goodness.
1: Yeah, she likes to put her paws and just look into the toilet. I, I, like, she needs a hobby. There's something very strange with her. <laughs> and suddenly I hear this... <laughs> I hear this scream and this kind of like scrambling around. So I had to run into the bathroom and found my cat stuck in the toilet, just looking at me like, what just happened? She couldn't get out? um, Well, I think she could. I think she was just in a state of shock. Oh, so she was just kind of (laughs) swimming? She was just kind of like paddling in there or
2: just hanging out?
1: Kind of. Well, like she, like, again, she was in the position that she went into. So she fell in head first, somehow turned herself around. So that way her head was poking back out. But, um, I'm sorry, I'm laughing. That's yeah. hilarious, though. <laughs> it
0: was hilarious, but it was a bit gross. <laughs> wow. What goes on in your little town? I mean, seriously. I know.
2: Some crazy stuff it's happens. Like, <laughs> y- it's You're one of those people that always has something interesting happen to them, and I just want to hear stories because nothing that interesting ever happens to me.
3: Did you ever What's find out book? about the woman who was running down the street with her hands like this, like with an empty cake plate and just staring up at the sky? Did you ever find out what happened with that? Oh. No.
2: I forgot I, about that.
3: even I wanna know what that was all about, just I, hearing it.
2: I'd like to make up something. Like I think that she was assaulted with her pie and then she's just running like away from a murderer, a pie murderer. <laughs> <laughs> There's your next book.
3: Cloudy murder. with a chance of pie. M-
2: yeah. Murders on March 14th
0: <laughs> every year. Pie murder. Pie murder. <laughs>
3: Ooh, poison berry.
2: Poison berry. Oh, poison. Oh, that's really oh. funny. What a terrible pun! High five. <laughs> oh, that was wretched. That was wretched. I know. Oh. Totally. I know. Good. Congratulations.
0: Well <laughs> done. Now, Felicia, I have heard you. Um, you were interested in doing a podcast of your own one day. I think the last thing I heard it was going to be video game and baby related. Is, is this still something that you're kicking around? Perhaps, I would like to, to do, do it. Practice?
2: There's a company that has a studio in town. They said they would do a lot of the work for me. You know, I don't want to know. You know, I liked, I don't think I would. I, I was trying to be like, oh, I need to, to choose a subject. But I'm like, I don't need to choose a subject. I'm just going to no, do.
0: Absolutely not.
2: I'm just going to do. You know what I like? I always liked um, from the flog days where I would just recommend things. Um you know, so I, I would like to start out with that and then maybe have an interview with just a random person that I, I find interesting. And it doesn't need to be just like from one, you know, it doesn't need to be from one thing. I, I, was, I was really digging the whole parenting thing, and then I realized... Before I had a baby, I would never listen to somebody's parenting podcast. I just would never do it. Like it it's so situational talking about a baby to a person who it, does not have a baby is kind of like anybody talking to another person about their dream. It's never interesting to anybody but the person telling the story. Like really. It's just <laughs> that dreams are not interesting. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've never had somebody tell me a story about their dream and be like, "Wow, that's really fascinating. Tell me more." I'd be like, "When is the story going to end? Because it doesn't make sense. It will not make sense when you're." Si- so Funny anyway, you
3: dreams. But you, just, no, you finish,
0: and I'll tell after.
2: Wait, is this a p- component of this podcast to telling dreams? That'll be my podcast. I'll just have people telling dreams and talking about parenting, and no one will listen. That would
0: be interesting every single time. You you sure? know, it
3: would. No, no, the dream involves the podcast that we're in right now and it involves you and it involves Blair and Tierlin, but I'll tell it after you finish the rest. Of oh, the- you're
2: going to actually tell a story about a dream. Okay. I'll just go
0: to sleep.
3: Oh, it's all about While five, it's like five <laughs> seconds. Really? It's just, it's five okay. seconds.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just got trolled, Joey. <laughs> Sorry.
3: Yes, I did get trolled, but you know what? She's allowed. So um.
2: On. Anyway, yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. I would love to just do it. Although I got, I think I might be busy now through September on just various things. So, but maybe in the fall I'll start doing it if if the company will support me doing that. That would be, I don't know, it could be really, it could be fun. I think I it's less pressure than doing something video wise because I was thinking about doing YouTube videos again. And there's just no, I have no desire. I just have no desire to do it. The work yeah. that the work I put in is never, you know. it's not going to reach a bigger audience than I usually do and it's a pain for me and it's just too much time and I don't really have the resources. I used to have an assistant. I don't have an assistant anymore, you know, like to to be able to help me and I just don't have enough hours in the day with a baby to spend three of them editing a video whereas I could just go and record a podcast and then somebody Mm -hmm. would just help me put it together and it could be really fun because I could do all the things I love doing um, and I wouldn't have to comb my hair. So it sounds like a really good experience (laughs) all in all.
0: Well, from from three people doing it on a weekly basis, it's it's wonderful. We love it. Yeah. Um, and the great thing, even the best podcasters aren't stuck to a schedule. You know, yeah. they just re- release them whenever they want. And that's the best part, I think, about this. Is, yeah, that's what they it, said.
2: They said it could be erratic and they would help me out. So we'll see. We'll see. It's definitely something in the back of my mind I want to get to. But I'm already kind of struggling now figure right. out um, being able to do the acting and then my writing i haven't written in months i mean when the baby goes to sleep what do i do i search for baby clothes online like honestly i'm looking right now and if you see me opening tabs it's like i'm absent-mindedly clicking on baby clothes that i'm going to look at after this is over
3: that's all right <laughs> i was can't help pictures it pictures back and forth of her eating an easter egg back and forth or whatever yeah I'll okay send, good <laughs> i'll fill i'll use snapchat filming the monitor with blair doing all the different little filters sending them uh, back and forth oh yeah trust me we do the same stuff <laughs>
2: It just, it just, I just can't help it. It's just an obsession. I'm not even, I'm not even focusing on it. I'm like, oh, that could be kind of cute. All right, I'll open a tab there. I'm not really focusing on it. I'm just looking at it. And this thing has mermaids on it and I want it really badly. And I'm buying oh, clothes up oh, to, I'd wear that. I'm like buying 2T clothes and stuff. Like she's, it's two years out, but I'm like, oh, that's a pretty print. Why am I doing this? It really bothers oh. me.
0: Well, er- earlier today I was I was out shopping and I was like, oh, I don't know what to get, and that's all Joey needed. All of a sudden, I had six screenshots and about ten paragraphs of what I should be buying. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, rabbit hole.
2: Jeez. Yeah, no, it's really tough. <laughs> so anyway, that's the internet for you. I don't know.
0: That's how we roll.
3: I can't yeah. help it. What was it? Dream, he drinking, Joey? The can.
0: Oh, okay. So
3: I promise, it's really funny. Long story short, I'll keep it really simple is there's this weird scavenger hunt going on, but Felicia's leading it, and she's doing it through Twitter, okay? Mm -hmm. So the three of us, along with all the other humans, are out looking for stuff, and all of a sudden, I accidentally stumble on Felicia, and this is so out of character. I find her wearing, like, dark sunglasses from the 80s, hiding in a dark (laughs) interior bronco. I just happen to walk by, and I'm like, oh, shit, there she is. But she gets In a bronco, like a a truck. What?
2: I hate that. That's my most hated car. So that's. Inaccurate. I know,
3: right? Okay, so. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately, like, I, I'm like, oh, hi. And you give me this look of, get the hell away from me. And you just fly off. The whole Whoa. thing's called up. Yeah. It was so out of place. I woke up, like, oh, God, if we ever have her on, she's going to hate me.
2: <laughs> I mean, it didn't happen. I just well, no. To but I thought clear. it was hilarious later. That did not happen.
0: <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Sorry. <you> know what? Yeah. <laughs>
2: it didn't happen I I promise I did not snub you like that I promise I did not snub you like that well of course not well it could have happened like some people like one time I read it somebody told this elaborate story about me being mean to a fan and talking about how people smell bad and like I've never done that at a con. like I and I was so upset it was like two years later I found it because it was like somehow showed up in my like reddit inbox because I don't know what happened. Somebody tagged me and but it was two years ago and I had to write a whole paragraph about how like this obviously this didn't happen. If I was rude to somebody and I, you know, I'm so sorry. Sometimes things happen in the moment and you just kind of brush off somebody not knowing that you did it. And I and I'm like, why am I replying this? It was two years ago and it was a made-up story. Anyway. Okay, something really similar happened
1: to me recently. Devastated but also really funny at the same time. There's a rumor around town about me what Uh-oh. that about around town <laughs> i know around town it's kind of like stars hollow it's very gilmore girls my life so apparently the rumor is that while i was on stage helping my students uh sing, dance at and all that apparently midway through the students performance i being the diva that i am pushed the child out the way and said don't worry i'll do it instead and then took over their role
2: what now
1: i i that never happened But apparently, this never
2: happened. What? It never happens.
3: I think it's a true story.
1: (laughs) 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 But it's really, and I I couldn't stop laughing when I found out, but I was also horrified. I thought, is this actually a rumor going around that I pushed a child out of the way so I could perform? That makes no sense
2: whatsoever. I I just don't even even know how to address
1: that. Right. So the best thing I could do was just sort of laugh about it and say, look, that's not true. And hopefully, then that gets around. But um, yeah. I think the town's just bored. They have got to find something to talk about, even if it's fiction.
2: <laughs> you you must live in a really small, weird town. It, it sounds like some kind of like terrible sitcom town, where just random shits happening. Yeah, it, it's
1: it is Stars Hollow. I kid you not. It is absolutely amazing.
2: <laughs> well, I'm Minus sorry. You need to move. I think you need to move.
0: <laughs> I think we all think <laughs> she needs to move. <laughs> too much weird shit happens in, in your little town it's, just,
2: it's bizarre i have no your stories to are telling, telling are lists. amazing but they're bizarre
3: <laughs> anyway. i told her she should I be get her next water. book she should write her own memoir
2: it's true you should I, have a memoir i, I do. do sounds like i already have so a name more. oh you already have your name okay what is it called
1: the ramblings of a mad woman, I would totally call it that. But every time I start writing about my life, I like, I mean, I love your book, but I don't know how you did it because I start writing about myself and I just go like I freeze.
2: It's really hard to talk about yourself. Did you find that? It's hard to talk about yourself. Yes. It's like, why am I spending all this time talking about myself? it, it just, you feel mm. like a real dick. But what I did was <laughs> I always, after I got my outline done, I was like, okay, let's not talk about myself. Let's talk about to people in a way that they can take something from this chapter that's a good lesson. So basically, I even though I didn't, sometimes the lesson was like typed out in the in the in the in the chapter, but sometimes it was just like unspoken. But I was like, I always was very clear about, okay, somebody needs to take something away from this that can they can add to their life, and um, yeah, which is super important. Yeah.
0: Well, t- Cause my I'm, major, my major takeaway from your book, sorry, Tyra Lynn. Um was yeah. it was like I had a conversation with you. You know, I was able to sit down in a room and, 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 that, and that's how I felt. Like it, it was, it was like, man, I always wish I could sit down and, and, you know, pick her brain about this, that, and the other thing. And I, and I remember I finished the book and i went like, I was like, I just had that experience. Like I thought it was an absolutely wonderfully written book personally. Oh,
2: thank you. We know, um. I was so paranoid because I recorded a lot of audio, some audio things. And sometimes, even in screenplays, you get scripts and you know that some, nobody said the words out loud because you literally can't say them, even though it reads well on, on the page. So like before I finished my book, I would do a pass where I read the chapter out loud to make sure it sounded conversational and that when I, when I recorded the audio book, I wouldn't sound like a, a, a jerk or just it wouldn't be hard for me to pronounce everything. So I kind of rehearsed it as I went and rewrote it to be simpler and more conversational every single time. And so when I hear that, I feel like, oh, all that extra work paid off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, uh, I had to record my own audiobook book and oh, I, I really didn't enjoy Tell it. Her did it. <laughs> Tell her where you did it. Tell
3: her where you did
2: it. What?
1: Okay. Um, because I haven't got like a proper recording studio. I mean, I record a lot of songs and all of that. Yeah. But, but my studio is, and I think you'd be very proud of me, Felicia. It's my pantry. Yes. (laughs) And like, it it was handy because like there was food around constantly. So every time I finished a chapter, I could just reach for the chips or I could reach for the chocolate. I mean, that's the
2: life, man. That is the life. Yeah. I know, right? (laughs) I love that. That's how the, um, that's how the date my avatar or not date my avatar, but half of Dr. Horrible, the whole, um. Sound uh, commentary of the musical, that was all done in Jed's... And all Day, Date My Avatar was also recorded um, in his closet to his socks. Oh, really?
1: <laughs> so, you know what? You do not need to it. be that fancy.
2: <laughs> you just don't need to be fancy ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and plus so, you get chips,
1: which is always the way to go.
3: <laughs> yeah. Alright, so I got a really quick question here for you. Um, what would it take to get the other three genuine amazing souls from vaginal fantasy to come have a conversation with us sometime.
2: I'm sure they would do that. I mean, I I I'm sure they will. I've done it, so I'm sure that you can get those ladies on here. They would love it.
3: See, I know that Bonnie is always busy with CNet. Like she she doesn't sleep. She's drinking wine the size of her head. I know she's
2: totally CNetting it. But I'm sure she can take it. <laughs> I'm sure she can spare some time. I'm sure I'm sure I'll put in a good word for you, okay?
3: Okay, cool. What about that? Awesome. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I
1: always wanted to know, as an actress, do you ever watch TV and wonder what you would have done in that role had you been cast?
2: Um No, nah, I mean, sometimes I see roles, I was like, oh, I could totally do that role. But yeah. in general, I think it's, you know, harder – you, I, I sometimes see things and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love that show. I, I could totally have played that part. But the thing about it, acting, and I think I tell this to a lot of people, and I never realized it until I actually did casting myself, is that no one's ever rejecting you for a role. They're just hiring somebody else for their personality over you. And you can't ever compete with somebody else who had the role because honestly, every single person's different. So, you know, they're just hiring a different person. And you can't take it. You cannot take that personally because they, the person who hires actors, the director or the writers or whatever, they have something in their mind, and they also have a slot to fill that is very specific. It needs to work not only just the the acting itself, but it needs to work in the context of the other actors, it needs to work in the context of the season they're going to write, it needs to work in the context of what the network wants, it needs to work in context of what the sets look like. I mean, you know, there's a million different reasons why you don't get a job as an actor, and even if there's an actor who looks exactly like you, they're not the same as you. So, you know, they just hired a different person, and you can't be insulted about that, even though emotionally, you know, it's hard not to, because emotionally you get involved in an as an actor into, in a part and you own it because you have to do that to audition well. But if you don't get it, it's not a reflection of you being crappy, it's just somebody else filled all the parameters that that person needed a little bit better. Or maybe not, like I know a lot of showrunners, they didn't get the actor they wanted. There was another actor and the network decided to hire the other person or somebody was somebody's brother or you know, there's a million reasons and you will never know all the reasons why you didn't get a job. The best thing you can do is just be as prepared as possible and know what you would do with the role and then walk away um, knowing that, hey, if you don't want to hire me, I, I can't do that role anyway because I did my very best. That's exactly what I would do. The 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 things the thing is, if you go in and you know you didn't do what you really would do if they hired you, that's when you need to start working on yourself and making sure that you're auditioning well and you're preparing well. and. Uh, all that stuff, but if you did your best, just leave it and 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 go away because you have no control over the many many factors that cause you to be hired or not. Yeah, excellent. Get that.
3: Uh, before I turn this back over to Tierlin uh, for her last part of this podcast, uh, I wanted to give you a chance to, to explain to some people out there that vaginal fantasy. Uh, it's not always about hey, let's find how much sex in a book we're gonna read this week or next month or, or whatnot. Cause that was something that kind of came up the last one. I'm like, you know what? Where did people all of a sudden get the idea that that's all, they read?
2: Yeah, it, I mean, it kind of happened like without somebody saying it. Well, I think that you know, listen, this is marketing. This is marketing, and this is what I think. Had we done only very sexy books, we would be much more popular and a bigger podcast. So that but that's, that's kind of goes to show like um, you, you, you're either doing it for yourself or you're doing it for the popularity. So you know the same thing with Geek and Sundry, like there are certain things that really hit early on that we could have just abandoned everything else and only done those things. And uh, we didn't do that because we wanted to keep seeing where we could be, where we could explore Um, with Vaginal Fantasy, I know, you know, the name is very provocative because I thought it was tongue-in-cheek, but a lot of people think it's just dirty and they want to read dirty books. So I think a lot of people join the club and then leave when we don't totally read all smutty, nasty books. Um, but I didn't want to just talk about sex all the time. I wanted to talk about the book and, and have differing, you know, point of view and really kind of champion female-led books versus being like, oh, what about this sex scene where he had that he did that thing wasn't that disgusting or amazing <laughs> so um so i think we like to balance it out because there's nothing wrong with that but i just didn't want it to be like we're just reading sex books because i thought i thought maybe we get the kind of people even though we might be more popular the kind of people who would join the community wouldn't be the kind of people we want to hang out with that was my worry i guess so you know it's a cl- it's a club It's a book club that, you know, it's a very eclectic number of books. And the great thing is if you don't want to read the book that month, you don't have to, and you can come back and join later. So I think that's kind of the appeal of the book hub. And it's not a profession. Like, honestly, um, it's one of the things that has gone, you know, I I wish I could put more time into it because I know we would be a lot, uh, have a bigger um, community. But there's just, it's kind of the last thing on my list every month. And I want to give a shout out to Sean Look. Um, the moderator, who I think, <laughs> without I don't know what his last name is, but anyway, it's Sean. It's Sandaluki look. That's what I renamed him.
3: Sandalak. S- Sandalok.
2: Yes, he's amazing. And without him, I don't know if the show would be able to go on because none of the hosts, none of us hosts, really had the time to really put into doing the the the, the detail work that he puts in to keep the the group organized and keep the alt book going and everything. So I mean, it's just a question. It's he's a real testament to. Um, You know community really coming together to keep something going and I I I always want to thank him even though I'm never going to learn his last name (laughs) well I've been calling it vaginal fantasy like the longest
1: time vaginal okay that sounds really unattractive
0: wow you admitted it well done
1: vagina I admitted it vaginal fantasy and yeah that's really
2: that's really really gross okay
0: (laughs) <laughs> okay, Tara, let's transition into your game and try to forget that, uh, that vaginal comment. <laughs> okay,
1: I have a brand new game that I thought we'd try out today. So, this is called Convince the Conspiracist. So, what I thought, uh, Felicia and I, we can team up and we are going to be oh. conspiracy theorists. And Joey and Blair are going to be people who know the scientific facts. So, the topic is that Earth is flat. And you and I have to try and explain why we think the earth is flat. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. So let, let's, have, we'll have a, can I just say bullshit
0: now? over and over again? <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't really know. Okay. I don't know if we have this. a lot of legs to stand on here, but we, we, we could try.
1: Well, I've got some <laughs> facts that, uh, well, some facts, uh, that a lot of conspirators have put up on YouTube because that has a very big following this. So, um, Blair, Joey, Felicia Uh and I have just discovered something like really amazing and we think you're going to be blown away.
0: Is it called cannabis? The earth is flat.
1: Okay. No, no. The earth earth is flat. So Felicia, can you explain to them why? Like what's one of the big reasons that makes us believe this? Okay.
2: So the other day I put my baby in the baby carriage and I like walked so far. It was like two, three miles. And- And I totally, there was a marble in front of us um, that somebody dropped, and that marble stopped. It just rolled, and then it stopped. And if the earth was curved, that marble would go and never stop. Exactly. Say, what are you going to say about that, Blair and Joey? Can you? Can you refute that? Because that was, I mean, I saw it with my own eyes.
3: One word. Friction. (laughs) I don't know what that one
0: is. (laughs) He's just He's going to okay, show us I've up. I've got one.
1: Showing us up. <laughs> I've got one. Okay. So if the earth was actually rounded, the water levels wouldn't be where they are right now. Okay. The earth is flat because the water is the same. Right. Mm. Okay. This is an actual, an actual theory that everyone has. Wow. Have Can you ever you gone under the why water? why the water levels haven't changed?
0: Because <laughs> they are different depths, you know, if you go underneath, which kind of breaks your theory right there.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh different depths of water um, there's different
0: depths of water
2: i don't know i i, I haven't seen that i haven't seen that to be the case
1: no we haven't been out to say uh okay look that, there's really big evidence now uh a guy took a, a level equalizer onto a plane okay uh-huh. and it never changed wow i mean that's it, uh, how, how can you a, argue with that yeah it was a 12-hour flight and it never changed Cabin so what do you guys pressure. have to say about that
2: I mean, I don't know what you're, how you're, you're just trying, you're trying to show off, oh, the baby's screaming, my baby's screaming. I I would love to to actually defend this a little bit more, but my baby is up.
0: That's okay. We're actually right around our time anyway, so we're right. going to let you go. Thank you very much for joining well, thanks us here to you guys. today.
2: Oh, okay. My baby's screaming, but um, I want to thank you guys for being awesome and continuing this awesome podcast, and I will get the other Vaginal Fantasy uh, hosts, I will put in a good word, and hopefully they can make time to answer and not have to defend something like the flat earth, which actually made me want to poop. That was so upsetting that made me want to poop. <laughs> That's why the baby's screaming. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys. Thanks a lot. Right. Thanks
0: so much, Felicia. All right, guys. Felicia. Take care.
2: Okay, bye.
0: Take care. Bye-bye. I'd like to thank our absolutely wonderful guest, Felicia Day, for joining us here today. I also want to thank Joey and Tierlyn. Tierlyn, especially for waking up at a very early hour in order to join us. And uh, thank you all for listening to us here. You were the inspiration for this podcast. You are the reason we got to speak to Felicia today. And uh, I want to thank each and every one of you for continuing to listen. Until next time, guys, take care.
1: You can find Blair on Twitter at Blair Beverage, Webisode Watch, and hoopod His Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash Beverage, where he streams Friday evenings at 9pm Eastern Standard Time. You can also find him on YouTube. Just search his name. That's him. Finally, you can catch him playing the Goblin Shaman in the web series Basic Adventuring 101, which can be found on basicadventuring101.com. You can find Joey on Twitter at Joey Couture underscore because someone already stole it. On YouTube as Joey Couture, and you can also find him on Etsy Joey Couture Geek Chic. You can find Tyrolin at TizThunder Thunder on Twitter, Tyrolin Puxty on YouTube, Tyrolin Puxty on Facebook, and I'm pretty much floating around everywhere. T y r o l i n p u x t y. Thanks for listening,
0: guys. See you next time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to You Don't Care About That. This episode is Hoopod 43 with Felicia Day! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the You Don't Care. This is Hoopod number 43 with Felicia Day! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the You Don't Give a Shit. This is Hoopod number 43 with the one and only Felicia Day! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hoopod. On this week's episode, we have felicia day that is right felicia day she was very nice so was calliope so let's dive into it shall we who number 43 with the one and only felicia day so blair Sup? So, who's your guest this week? Oh, you know, this girl. This girl, huh? Was she a good guest? Yeah, not as good as this dog barking outside, but a pretty good guest. So, does this girl have a name? Oh, yeah. Are you gonna tell us her name? Oh, yeah, sure. It's Felicia Dern!